Welcome to episode 69 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Uh, we want to welcome you to the 2017 first annual Chewies Award. <laughs> Award show. Uh, and tonight's uh, show is sponsored by us through <laughs> Patreon. So, so you could go to if you go to patreon.com forward slash chew on this podcast, you can donate or sponsor, become part of the Chew Crew, and get some really, really kick ass uh, rewards from us. Uh, so, that's uh, Patreon, that's P A T R E O N dot com forward slash chew on this podcast. And that music you heard, that was original music by, of course, Kenny Sheldon, who does all the music, practically all the music for us, for every one of these special shows. Um, man, it was, uh, most people don't understand how, how difficult what he just did was. And, uh, <laughs> because he basically totally. created an entire orchestra just by himself through the computer. Um, and I think he used the real instruments too to the, the ones that he actually had access to, you know, so. He basically composed this shit, you know, on a laptop. <laughs> so again, thanks, if, Kenny. If you haven't, uh, if you haven't uh, started using music from Kenny uh, or, or inquiring about him, please do contact us on Facebook, Gmail, Twitter, or whatever, and just let us, you know, and we'll put you guys in contact with Kenny. So we're yeah, here. At, he's we're for here. Hire. Yeah, please. Please hire him so um, he can stop doing this shit for free for us. <laughs> um, so here we are at the 2017 Chewy Awards. It's our first one, so let's explain what the Chewies are. The Chewies are our award show, and the first thing that came to my mind when I said let's do an award show was I don't give a shit about awards. I fucking think they're stupid. <laughs> I thought it'd be kind of fun just to talk about them, and then it led into like an entire episode of let's just give awards out. So we did a top 10. <laughs> yeah, we did a top 10, um, you know, a revised top 10 for 2017. Or I'm sorry, the end of 2016. So these are all the movies. The, the, it breaks it down even more. It's, we've got best actor. We've got best effects, best diversity, worst diversity. All these categories you're going to hear that you've probably seen already on Facebook. And uh, I mean, what am I missing here? That we just wanted to talk about this even more depth. Like all these movies that we saw. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like, you know, there's the Oscars, there's the Razzies, there's the Golden Globes and all that crap. But this is the Chewies. This is the movies that we saw, that we loved, and we narrowed down the categories. Or hated. Or we yeah, and we just you kind of just picked the movies that we felt went with the categories, and then we have a winner. And we'll go into a little bit in depth uh, in that. So this will be kind of a, a neat uh, once-a-year event that we do. So uh, let's go on to the first category. All right. So the first category Which, is the it. Mr. Magoo Award. Now, <laughs> let, let's a little explanation of what's, uh, Mr. Magoo. Please don't sue us if you're listening, um, whoever owns Mr. <laughs> Magoo. Um, basically, why we chose this is if you've ever seen – this is dating us, too. This is showing how old we are. If you've ever seen a Mr. Magoo <laughs> cartoon, he's, he's blind as shit. He's just an old guy that somehow never dies. He's just blind. He walks into shit. <laughs> Like drives a car, I think. Like I don't know how he's not dead. He should be dead because he can't see <laughs> shit. So why we named this category the Mr. Magoo Award is because this award goes to the movie, basically like the writer, director, or um, all the writers basically and the director who have put a movie out there and it doesn't even look like they've actually like seen a source the source material. Um, like they, mm -hmm. they didn't know what the hell they were doing when they did this movie, uh, did this movie. So our 2017 winner this year is Batman v Superman. And that goes to director Zack Snyder, writers, David Goyer and Chris Terrios. For the nice. Yeah. They had no idea what they were doing last year. We've gone into so much in depth over this movie over the last year. It's been a year since that movie came out almost. Oh, wow. And we're still... I'm still pissed. Ripping it apart. I'm still going to be pissed, pissed with this movie. I mean, I would. I yeah, seriously I mean, would love this movie even more if I would love this movie if it was if it was like Batman and Robin. That's how much I hate this movie. <laughs> that I would like it more if it had nipples in the bat suit. Right. It's not a guilty pleasure movie. In other words, it's just so a shitty it's movie. not that it's again. It's not hating on DC. It's the fact that when you're watching this shit, 
that it doesn't even look like it doesn't even feel like Superman, doesn't feel like Batman. It feels like these guys have never read a goddamn comic book of any of these characters, and they just put the shit on screen what they think they want to see, and in a really poor way. So that's why Batman v Superman wins the 2017 Mister Magoo Award. We should probably asterisk that so that the people who act, who whoever owns Mr. Magoo, please, it's just a joke. Don't sue us. <laughs> yeah, no, we love you, Mr. Magoo, more than we do Batman v Superman. Okay, yeah. so um, next category. Let's go on to the next category. Let's go to best effects, and these are the movies that we felt had the really good visual effects, uh, and we have four movies pretty much in every category. Uh, so. The first movie uh, is Captain America's Civil War. Uh, The second is Rogue One. Uh, The third movie we felt had best effects would be Jungle Book. And the lastly, we have Star Trek Beyond. Um, So let's just go down just the list very quickly. Uh, Captain America had that 17-minute sequence that we have just gushed over for the last almost year, you know, since that movie came out. Um, and that sequence still does not get old. It's just, it's fantastic. Uh, giant man. I mean, there's really nothing more you could say about that. Uh, rogue one, which just came out again, you know, they use a lot of practical effects. Um, there was a lot of CG work too, but it's just done so well. It's very seamless. Uh, the K2SO robot was just fantastic. It wasn't even there. It was, it was an actor and they just replaced it with a robot. Um, really, really awesome effects. Uh, Jungle Book, I mean, really not a whole lot to talk about that because that's just all uh, – none of those animals are there. None of that scenery is there. It, it's incredible the amount of work went into that to kind of show like, um, you know, this this little boy like reacting to all that stuff. And, but you think that stuff is there. It's amazing. And then Star Trek Beyond, of course. I mean, Star Trek is very heavy in visual effects. And the effect of the, the ship actually crashing and all that was just very – uh, you know, really exciting. So they had some really good effects in that. So out of the four, the winner is, uh, we need a little, like a little drum roll or something here. Come on, Kenny <laughs> slacking, bud. Um, the winner is jungle book for special effects. Yeah. I felt like, uh, uh this movie, it, it doesn't work if the effects don't work. Basically this movie's just oh, yeah. got, there's nothing, there's just a kid there talking to a, like a green balloon basically. <laughs> and if if there's no emotion from the CG characters, this movie just doesn't work. And this is one of our favorite movies of last year. Um, like Rogue One did the the CG characters of Leia and, and Grand Moff Tarkin, but I felt emotionally to carry the entire film uh, with nothing but CG, CG background basically, um, and CG characters other than Mowgli. Uh, this, we felt, both of us felt like this movie was just too good not to give it the effects award. Yeah, you know, Life of Pi, you know, kind of paved the way for this movie. This movie's now paving the way for Lion King, which, you know, we'll go into that at some point because it's amazing news on that movie. But, yeah, Jungle Book, just fantastic effects. All right, so because we have some of these, we have two categories for the same thing. So we just gave you the best effects award. This is the worst effects nominees. (laughs) (laughs) Independence Day Resurgence. Uh this again is CG heavy, but this is what happens when uh, the movie kind of doesn't give you great CG effects, and you're just kind of left with like you know they're just running on a green screen. It just doesn't have any feel to it. Um, Suicide mm-hmm. Squad, oh man, that entire the whole fire monster. I, I don't even remember the name. This movie just blows. But the uh, the whole ending sequence when there's garbage flying in the air and the uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, the henchmen the pointless henchmen that turn into dust. Um, we actually have a surprise in the worst effects, uh, which is Deadpool. Um, it didn't have mm, a lot of effects, yes. but I felt like it wasted a golden opportunity with that ending, and it looked really bad, um, especially when they're just, like, after the aircraft carrier falls and they're just standing there talking to each other. Everything looks so fake, where they spent so much yeah. time doing things that were kind of realistic. Um, and then X-Men Apocalypse, the ending again was... Just over the top, unnecessary. Actually, they had garbage flying in the air too. That's just kind of yep. weird. Weird that two movies had <laughs> garbage flying in three, the air. No, actually, three out of the four movies because Independence Day had all those <laughs> creatures flying around in circles. It yeah, but garbage, it wasn't garbage. It was still flying around. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It was were, all the ships were flying around the main uh, alien, mother alien, whatever. Yeah. All right, so the yeah. winner of the worst effects in 2017, the Chewie goes to Suicide Squad. 
Yeah, I have to totally agree with that. That was not a, a, not very good effects whatsoever in that movie, especially uh, with the the enchantress at the end. It was awful. Well, basically the whole time. Awful. <laughs> All right, so the next category we're going to go into, we're going to go into best actor. Yeah, we 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 changed awesome. these up a little bit. We we like putting things um putting things out of order the way that we're doing this. Uh, yeah, it's so, more fun. Uh best actor. So, nominees are John Goodman for 10 Cloverfield Lane. Ben Mendelsohn uh from am I even saying that right? Ben I think it's Mendelsohn. Mendelsohn uh from Rogue One, Ryan Reynolds Deadpool. Uh, Idris Elba, Jungle Book. Any of these kind of stand out on, on why we gave him the best? Well, nominee? you know, I, I well, I I really liked. Uh, well, I saw Ten Cloverfield Lane. I love John Goodman. He's always good in pretty much everything he does. Yeah, he played a crazy um, guy really well. I mean, he he basically really carries. Creepy. He carries like seventy percent of that movie because it's they're stuck in that bunker and you have no idea like when he's going to go off. Like the biggest threat of that movie is not the aliens; it's John Goodman. Yeah, it, I mean, it, his his whole like he tells a lot of like you don't you never know when he's lying or telling the truth because the 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 I, mean, I don't know we I don't know, spoil this or not but I mean the big reveal he was actually telling the truth all along but yeah. the little things he was lying about like his daughter you know and all that stuff yeah very creepy uh, Ben Mendelsohn I really like him he's really an up and coming he's been around for a long time but like lately I've seen him in a lot of things. And he's he's just really good, really solid actor. Like yeah. there's a show called Blood Bloodline on Netflix that he's he was in the first season of that. He was just phenomenal. And then and then he's not back in the other season, so like it suffered greatly without him. You can but probably yeah, say no, he's awesome. probably he's probably more menacing and a little bit on edge than a Grand Moff Tarkin. Uh, Tarkin's very oh man, kind of straight edge, kind for, of just plays it for straight. sure. Medicine, Medicine. Yeah. Uh, I think his name is Krennic. So reactionary. Just uh, really reactionary. It's Krennic, you know? right? His name is Krennic in the movie? Yeah, Krennic. Krennic, yeah. He, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's times when he's very calm, like the first time you meet him, but then there's other times where he, like, he's just teetering on the edge because you know Moff Tarkin's fucking with him. Or actually, he's not Moff at that time, is he? <laughs> but anyway, so... Both, Moff, both Tarkin, yeah. yeah. All, the, all, the, all the people are messing with him. Uh, Ryan uh, Reynolds. I mean, Ryan, this, was, yeah. this, was, this was one of the easiest categories to do because... When we were trying to figure out, like, I mean, who blew us away with their portrayal of a, of a actor of the movies that we've seen, it was hands down um, Ryan Reynolds yeah. portraying oh, Deadpool. Oh, for sure. I mean, he's Deadpool. Yeah, it's it's it's, his, it's the same thing as like Tony Stark is Robert Downey Jr. It's the same thing. Absolutely. And then so of course you pretty uh, much gave away, you you pretty much gave away the winner. <laughs> oh, I did. I thought I already announced the winner. No, it doesn't matter. Because oh, I didn't. He, he's, <laughs> he's the obvious winner. He's the obvious winner out of all those guys because this is why just, I hate. This is why I hate guy. award shows. This is why I hate award shows. That'd I'd rather be, just talk about it. <laughs> yeah, he like flip flip the card out to, a little too soon. No, yeah. but Idris Elba was great. It was great as Sharkat or whatever. Was it Sharkan? Sharkan. Sharkan or something. Yeah, like that? he was. He was great. He was great. Uh, just an awesome voice actor. But Ryan Reynolds, obviously, uh, just you know, he killed it. So. I mean, he's been Deadpool the whole time. He just never was Deadpool till this movie. Yeah, pretty I mean, much. If you've seen him in anything, if you've seen him in anything, he's always been Deadpool. He just didn't, didn't have one, a movie. Yeah, when, when he was born, Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was cursing know, right out of the womb. Deadpool. <laughs> and now he's like, I guess he's writing, uh, co-writing an X Force movie. Oh shit! Anyway, it's some cool shit coming out. Um. So that brings us to the worst actor category, and like the best actor one, this was not difficult to uh, to put together this list. Yeah, don't spoil okay. it like I did. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, well, I'm not going to. Um, so the first uh, the first person we have in the worst actor category is Jesse Eisenberg for Batman v Superman, and he played, uh, of course, Lex Luthor, uh, a whiny uh, I need to go to taxi station to pick up some power converters type of character, just very whiny. And uh, he was pretty much uh, what Mark Zuckerberg type character, you know, um, very reactionary and very, um, I don't even know what to say. Just, just not powerful like Lex Luthor. And if he had any kind of like smarts, he didn't really, I don't know, portray that very well either. Um, Oscar Isaac, 
he was Apocalypse in X-Men Apocalypse. And we've talked about that movie where he just, I don't know, it's, he's a good looking dude, you know, like Idris Elba is, you know. And so why put all that prosthetics on? I know he's supposed to be Apocalypse, but still, it would have been kind of nice to see actually Oscar Isaac. Uh, the character is very lackluster, uh, just like some of the other Marvel movies. You know, the, the he's supposed to be the end all be all of mutants and he, you know, they punked him like a bitch. Uh, ben Foster... He's like a really good actor, and I was really surprised he was in Warcraft. But his character was way over the top and ridiculous in that movie. I mean, like laughable. He uh, um, reminded me of like the cheesy 80s movies, but not as good. Um, and then, of course, we have uh, – lastly, we have Jared Leto, uh, who played the Joker in Suicide Squad. Very over the top, Mambo King type, you know, uh, gang leader, uh, John Leguizamo type character and it just didn't fucking work it was terrible um every time he was on screen he was annoying and like the director said recently oh i should have made him the main villain no you did you know it it just would have been the same if not worse than the freaking enchantress so it really doesn't matter that movie sucked so anyway so who do you think we should uh give the award to for for worse actor uh you could probably guess we're going to pick – we picked uh, Jesse Eisenberg, uh, just <clears throat> beyond annoying. And it basically just came down to this. It came down to Leto and it came down to Eisenberg. And the reason why we gave it to Eisenberg is because he's the main bad guy. And in no world, even if he threatened me like he was like when he gave that senator like the Jolly Rancher, like in no <laughs> world do I not knock that fucking kid out. Like – there's no threat. Like he might be able to call the military afterwards, but I'm beating the shit out of that guy before he does that. There's nothing scary about that guy. And the Joker, Leto's Joker was awful too, but it did. It, he wasn't the main bad guy. So that's, that's yeah. literally the only reason why we gave the Chewy 2017 worst actor to Jesse Eisenberg. So, Congrats, yeah, I suppose Jesse. you could try to. I suppose you could try and give the award to two people, but that I've never heard of that before. So we had to give it to just one person. And, this, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm like guessing, like out of, I'm guessing out of you know the next couple of years or whatever, unless the unless Leto and 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 Eisenberg are in the, in another movie portraying these same <laughs> characters, it, it, there's not going to be a year where they're so close because if this happens again, like if both of these guys are in. Um, in Justice League, we're, we might have to give out like a co worst actor <laughs> awards. <laughs> we can do what we want. Uh, that's yeah. not actually not a bad idea. Yeah. If they're both on the screen at the same time, oh I'm just going to throw a I'm, I'm going to throw a melted Snickers bar at the screen. That's just <laughs> oh, it's, it's oh, going to look fuck. like a piece of shit like the sliding down the screen. I want to bring a lightsaber um, to Justice League just to piss people off. <laughs> <laughs> wear like, a spider-man outfit yeah <laughs> like, look at that guy he's in a spider-man outfit and a lightsaber what a douchebag i'm like look at all these fucking dc people pissed off at me right now right i'll i'll i'll, do- <laughs> I'll dress up i'll dress up like uh like and then, yeah, and then wrapped around like that, the Iron around, Man mask. <laughs> wrapped around my Spider Man neck is is uh, is a scarf from Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> a a real Warner Brothers, it's a Gryffindor shit, scarf. Yeah, a Gryffindor. Scarf. <laughs> <laughs> oh All right, let's God, let's move terrible. on to Best Actress. Okay, <clears throat> excuse me. So we got Best Actresses. Okay. Um, these are all very good, all very good. So the first one, um, we have is Amy Adams from, uh, the movie arrival, which we both just absolutely loved. I think you loved it more than I did, but still it was really fantastic movie. And, uh, <clears throat> she pretty much carried that movie. Uh, that no one else in that, I mean, Jeremy Renner did his thing, all the other characters supported and all that. She was the the thing that kept that thing going because she essentially just worked against CG. You know, there wasn't any aliens there. She was basically like in a cold cave, just putting her hands on a plate glass, you know, green glass or some shit and acting against it. And, and she's very believable. 
Um, Felicity Jones, holy shit. This girl has come out of nowhere. I mean, she, she's been in some stuff, but like now she's popping up everywhere, playing little bit parts, playing main characters. And let me tell you, like in Rogue One, again, same thing. Uh, you have a different type of actress in there. They, they wouldn't be able to carry that movie. She's so fucking good. Um, and you believe she's a badass and you believe that she, she's doing this for her dad. She's doing this. And then eventually, you know, once her dad dies, she's doing this for the rebellion and for, you know, and, to go against the empire. And it's very believable. Um, your favorite and my favorite about the ghostbusters, even though I didn't like the ghostbusters, but my favorite thing was Kate McKinnon. Um, Leslie Jones, a close second, but Kate McKinnon was really funny and, she everything she touches is gold. She's she's going to be like the new Will Ferrell, if not better. They just got to put her in some good stuff. Um, Jennifer Goodwin for Zootopia, uh, who played uh, oh what was her Hops? What was her name? Judy Hops. Judy Judy, Judy, Judy Hops. Judy, Judy Hops. Gosh, I almost say Ginny. Okay, Judy Hops. Uh, again, you know it's it's really interesting that you know they have not ever as far as I know, given awards or nominations to people that have done voice acting. So we've done that, I think, a couple times already now. But Jennifer Goodwin, fantastic as that character, so believable, um, so cute. Oh, don't call her cute, sorry. Uh, <laughs> just fan- just fantastic. And that, Well, the uh, best, let me just say this first. Yeah. For me, I don't know about you, but for me, the, the, the women like stood out more than the men in the movies oh. that we watched this year. Big By time. Um, I mean, it did go back to the Force Awakens, but um, but yeah. The, the, now we just need to we just need to get some diversity in there now, you know. But right, you know, the women really kicked ass last year. Yeah, go ahead with the winner. Oh, so the winner is Amy Adams for Arrival, and like you know, she like I said before, amazing. There's no way this movie works without her like she finally like she's shown her acting chops before mm-hmm. but i think th- this really stands out and it really bums me out now that she's lois lane in the dc movies she really i wish she could just get away from that and have someone else take over or you, just know, it's, you know what's sad is like that. that we have her winning a chewy award nominated she's not even nominated for an oscar her movie that the movie really that she's me. in the movie that she's in that she literally carries that film, like, I mean, yeah, there's other actors in there, but it's basically like Tom Hanks' castaway. Everybody else is Wilson. Yeah. And the fact yeah, that her yeah. the fact that her movie is nominated for Best Picture and she's not nominated for an Oscar, that's fucking crazy. It it it, it blows my mind. That there's nothing that that girl can't do. I mean, I've seen her in some just in in really interesting roles. And she kills it. Like in The Fighter, she plays Mark Wahlberg's girlfriend. She's fucking awesome in that. Um, oh, yeah, she is. She's, she's in great. The, she's, she's in The Office for a few episodes playing Jim's girlfriend. And she's really cute and funny. And I was like, I kind of like her better than Pam, you know? I mean, she's just very likable. And, um, yeah, but she's, she's fantastic. So, yeah, she's definitely by far uh, the winner in this category. All right, so I got worse actress. Um, <laughs> so, which okay. bums us out, really, that we had to do that. Um, but there were some bad actresses there. These weren't that easy to do. The worst actress. Mm-hmm. There was. Mm-hmm. It was a lot easier to find worse actors <laughs> for the nominations than the worst <laughs> actress. So, from the movies that we saw last year, uh, the first nominee is Megan Fox from TM uh, from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two. Uh, what was the tagline for that one? I don't know. Doesn't care. The movie sucked. So it was Megan Fox. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, she's not. She's not. She's just not good. What was it called? Uh, what was it called? Out of the out of the closet, out of the shadows, out of the what sewers. The fuck was it? Out of the sewers. <laughs> that would have made back sense, into right? <laughs> out of the sewers. Yeah, it would make sense, but it's. I think it's out it's of the not. shadows. I think it's out of the shadows. Yeah, uh, it would have dumb. See, what a dude, dumb fucking movie! It should have been. It should have been out of the sewers. What a dumb title! Yeah, it should have been out of the sewers. Well, I guess oh, they said shadows gosh. because it's ninja, but they're like terrible ninjas because yeah. they fight in broad daylight. So. Well, yeah, and they're out of the the sewers. They smell like shit. In the first one, yeah, in the first one, they were fighting in broad daylight in Times Square. So again, (laughs) awful ninjas. 
<laughs> okay. Cara, uh, the next nominee is Cara Delevingne. Is that how you say Dele- her name from Suicide Cara Squad? Cara Delevingne, yeah. She yeah. played Enchantress and the other name I, doesn't matter. Uh, Gina Carano from <laughs> <laughs> Deadpool. I like Gina uh, Carano in a lot I of like things. I like her too. That bums me out. I just didn't like her in this. I just, there's just, yeah. and she didn't really have a lot of say too or do in this movie. I just didn't like, she seemed a little stiff in this movie. Instead of a little I, bit, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Malcolm Monroe from Independence Day Resurgence. I think she played the president's daughter, uh, pilot slash pilot. Yeah, not not great. They could have had many different other people play that. She I think it's very. It borderlines that unremarkable. one probably. Yeah, that one probably probably borderlines. Um, Bad script. <laughs> like, you know, I'm sure she might be good in other things, but from what I saw, it, w- it wasn't very good. So, and the winner of the worst actress for 2017 goes to Cara Delevingne. Um, yes. She was going for something. She went for it, and it was not good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever she was trying to do with Enchantress, like, man, it was not good. I mean, God. All the way, like everything, just it's like a domino effect of bad in in that character design and everything. Yeah, which is weird because the beginning of the Suicide Squad, that movie, we've talked about this, but the beginning we really liked. Like the first twenty minutes, we're like, oh, this this is not bad. That they're building a team, you know. And when the Enchantress first showed up, I was like, holy shit, that's freaky. You know, when she just zipped out and zipped back in with the files, I was like, oh my god, that's like fucking cool. Then I don't know what the hell happened to her. Like all of a sudden, you know, she's talking to some dude in the bathroom and changes him. And then, and then she turns into weird, like I dream of genie outfit or some shit. And it's, well, and, it's like, I dream of, that. like I dream of genie that was like playing in garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know. But like you said, she totally swung for the fences and she failed miserably. But. She pulled the Jared Leto basically. Yeah, totally. Just over the top, ridiculous. Yeah, sometimes um, over the top is pretty good, um, but and, and they're both pretty good actors and actresses too. Like uh, Jared Leto's, like I was positive on Leto, and Cara Delevingne is, I know is 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 pretty good as well. Um, they just went for something; it just did not work. I think she was a model before, and now she's uh, doing acting. I think she was in Paper Towns or some kid movie. Uh, that I kind of liked her in, but um, yeah, it, it is kind of a bummer when you see people that are really good actors. I mean, there's a lot of good actors actually in suicide squad. I mean, on their own, doing their own thing, they're, they're really good actors. And so it doesn't mean though you can, it's just like an all-star team, like basketball, just because you put Jordan and LeBron and all those people together, doesn't mean they're going to play well together. You know? So, the Suicide Squad, I mean, when you look at it on paper, you're like, shit, these are a lot of good actors. <clears throat> but but the script, I mean, the direction and all that stuff are just terrible. And it's uh and it's a bummer. And when you've got when you got the director going fuck Marvel and then three mo- a few months later go, Yeah, I made a mistake with that movie, it wasn't very good, it's like hello. I mean it's it's crazy. Um anyway. <laughs> yeah, again. Fuck Suicide again, so- Squad. But- <laughs> So, so before we move into the next next category, we have an announcement to make in the middle of the Chewies. Um, yes, we are actually promotion. going to be We're, yeah promotion yes. time. <clears throat> we are actually going to be on Good Day Sacramento again um, this week. I think it is right. Is it this yeah, week? Yeah, it's this week. This yeah, week is coming yeah. Up. And what are we gonna? And what are we going to be doing? We are going to be reviewing our first movie on live TV which is uh, scary, and hopefully I don't curse. So um, <laughs> we're hoping the movie is good, but when it's bad, I tend to curse a lot. Like, for example, if we reviewed Suicide Squad and that was our first one, we might never be on the air again. Because <laughs> 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 the first words out of my mouth was, Jesus fucking Christ, this movie is terrible. <laughs> yeah, it was. That's right. It was. <clears throat> Um, no, so we're going to be reviewing Logan, uh, as far as we know, so far it's looking pretty good, but it, it's funny because when a movie doesn't do well, we could talk for hours about it. And yeah, like, like he said, we, we curse like a son of a bitch, but if it's really good, they're only giving us a few minutes to talk. So hopefully that movie's really good. So we could just say some good things about it and then get out of there. But, <laughs> yeah. but we'll, so but once we'll again, it's spoiler review for later. Yeah. So once again, it's, um, it's good day Sacramento. <coughs> It's a 9 a.m. 
Um, on Saturday? Time hour on Saturday. Channel 31 if you're in the Sacramento area. And we'll be posting the link for the live feed. Yes, on our uh, Facebook. <clears throat> Facebook and Twitter. And I'm awesome. not sure. And that's uh, March 4th. March 4th. Yes, March 4th. So, Saturday, yeah. March 4th. Awesome. So check awesome. us out. Well, that, yeah, that'll well, be speaking good. Of, speaking of self-promoting and, and things like that, let's, let's go into our next category. And this is best marketing. Yes. Now in this one, we actually don't have multiple. We don't have multiple movies. We're just uh, there's just one movie that stood out and that had the best marketing, and uh, and then we go into the worst marketing. Go for it. <laughs> so the best marketing of twenty for the 2017 Chewy Award goes to Deadpool. Oh, Everything man. about that- this movie from the beginning, the marketing, Ryan Reynolds on Twitter as Deadpool, everything was just. Fucking hilarious! It was it, it was Ted. You knew it was Deadpool before it was, you saw the movie. You knew at least he got that right because breaking <laughs> the fourth wall, all the advertising that they did, all the Twitter stuff that they did, the viral stuff that they uh, clips that they showed. It was it it got people excited for a movie that they would have ne- if this movie came out without that marketing, it would not have made the amount of money that it did. I, because there I were think people told- that knew nothing about the comic books and wanted to see this movie. Yeah, I think you're totally right. I mean, it started from the very beginning when they, you know, they they wanted to get this movie done years ago. It wasn't going to happen. Then they released that little footage at Comic Con or wherever it was, and people went ape shit. And then the the movie just got traction like you wouldn't believe. But he was nonstop marketing machine from day one all the way until the DVD release. And I think even after that, like he has at he's he still has ads right now for like. Uh, Oscars, you know, like, or like, Hey, nominate me or, you know, or think about me for the Oscars. So, I mean, day one, all the way to like, well, after the movies come out, cause the movies was out a year ago, he's still marketing. And, uh, and he's just, I mean, a marketing machine. And that movie, like you said, did gangbusters and they didn't really have to advertise or spend a lot of money. They did all that on Twitter, on YouTube, on Facebook, you name it. They did it. Um, yeah. And and hysterical all the way along. You know? And that's what that's why people who didn't know the comic books wanted to go see this movie, because the marketing campaign was fucking hilarious. Yeah, just absolute genius. And it played to the characters. I mean, he cursed. He did all sorts of things that were naughty, and he gets away with it. That's the right. beauty part. He gets away with it. So that brings us to the worst marketing. The worst. Okay, and there and. Keep in mind, there were a lot of bad marketing last year, but there was one that just kind of stood above all the rest because this is a movie that should have done a billion, billion and a half dollars easily just based on the title alone. But they botched the marketing, and that would have to be Batman v Superman. And if you remember um, that first trailer that came out, I remember just like something is off about this because it was like – wasn't it the one where, you know, Batman rolls up and and Superman's like, who's that? And he's like, that's Bruce Wayne. You know, yes, was that the, the first one. trailer? Okay, yeah, right you, off. Then you heard Jesse Eisenberg right away. Oh, yeah. So right off the bat, I was like, what the serious F? Like, you don't know who Bruce Wayne is? Like, what the fuck? You've been around here this long and he's like this you billionaire playboy? You don't even need to be a mild man reporter to know who the fuck Bruce Wayne is. Yeah, I just couldn't. That blew my mind. I just thought that was like a right away. I was like, "Uh oh, they fucked up on this script. They don't know what they're doing. And that really scared me. Basically, Bruce Wayne is like Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise and like Bill Gates all rolled up in the one. And you don't know who he is. (coughs) Yeah, that's that's just like, yeah, exactly. That's just like. You know, you not knowing just those three people you just named. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like if you didn't know any of those people. Um, so, well, yeah. It's not just, just, it wasn't just a trailer. The other reason why this one best, or I'm sorry, worst marketing mm-hmm. is because every time the audience, us, said something about something that they did, they went back and fixed it. I mean, during the marketing for Batman v Superman, they were still apologizing for shit they did in Man of Steel. Or insane, like, oh, we fixed it. Oh, we addressed that. Oh, we do that. We do this. It's like, 
how many different times did we say just just put the movie out, dude? Don't fucking don't tell us that this movie is the next coming of God or something like that because anything less than that was going to make us disappointed. And I think we left there thinking, oh, this was a lot better than we thought. But over subsequent viewings, we absolutely hate this movie now. It's yeah. it does not hold so up whatsoever. The third thing that really <clears throat> gave this thing the award is the fact that they released the coolest part of the entire movie, like two weeks before the movie or two months before the movie came out was the Batman fight scene. Oh yeah. And they showed majority of it, right? Yeah. They just showed it as a clip. Like most people just, when they, when most people just show a clip of something, if they're going to do it, it's just a, it's just an off conversation that doesn't give anything away or it doesn't show some cool parts. Right. Like, so okay, this so, movie so look at, ends look up at- giving out like the best action sequence of the entire movie. Yeah, and and look at the yeah. other side of the spectrum. Look at Marvel, um, what they did with Civil War. They had, a, I mean, a huge sequence, but they only showed like you saw Spider Man like flip and go, "Hi guys," and that was it. And people went just ape shit. But they didn't. But they didn't show Giant Man. They didn't show all the shit that they, you know, a bunch of the action sequence. Um, they left that for us to to see when we got there. But in Batman v Superman, there's very little action in this movie. Honestly, there really isn't. It's called Batman v it's Superman. Like the last they only minutes fight fat, like the yeah, last they only, what, thirty minutes. Yeah, they, and they only fight the two of them. Only fight for like I don't know what it was five to eight minutes. Someone counted. That's it. But a movie's called Batman v Superman. So it, a very poor marketing, poor title, the whole works. Uh, fuck that movie. Okay, so. <laughs> We're going to move on to what we like to talk about a lot um, since we've uh, started this podcast, and that's diversity. And uh, so we looked at uh, all the movies that we watched and decided what we thought were the four best, uh, had the best uh, diversity uh, in the movie. So now when we talk about diversity, we mean like all types of things, race, gender, you know, you name it. Okay. Um, squirrels, dogs. No. <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> we're uh, the first one on my list is Rogue One. And Rogue One had a pretty good, uh, I thought, a, a good diverse cast. I mean, they had, uh, um, you know, the I think Felicity Jones was the lead. Uh, they had Donnie Yen. They had, um, did they have a Middle Eastern gentleman? I can't remember. Uh, it's like an Italian gentleman, a Hispanic I gentleman. I mean, just from all different types of ethnicities, and it worked. It wasn't stereotypical. It was just very well acted, and these every one of those actors were amazing. Um, Forrest Whitaker was in it. Um, then we look at uh, Jungle Book. It had a pretty diverse cast. The voice acting. Uh, I think you had Idris Elba and Lupita. You had. Um, who else was in that? Uh, the guy who played the villain, one of the villains in Breaking Bad. I forget his name. Oh, guy, yeah. Uh, he, he owned the chicken restaurant, but he was also. Oh, yeah. Esposito. Or Esp- I can't remember his name. Yeah. I, oh, I love that guy. I love that guy. Of course, guy you had Mowgli, Bad. who wasn't white. So. Mowgli. Yeah. Mostly. And then, you know, there was a few uh, white people in the cast, but um, I thought all, overall, I thought it was pretty diverse. Um, and then let's see, we have Ghostbusters. Um, we chose that because, uh, the, the, there was four women involved. They were all amazing. They're all amazing actresses in their own right. They're all hilarious. Um, uh, Leslie Jones is, is hysterical. And of course, Kate McKinnon and all that. Uh, who else was in that movie? Why did we, there was, it was a pretty diverse cast though. Um, but well, I'm trying it was, to like, it was mainly to because remember. Of- the the reason why we nominated it is because of of what it was. It was taking, it was flipping the script, flipping on, on it. Ghostbuster, and just saying, "Here we are." And and you know, I don't know. I, I've never seen Ghostbusters, the original one, in a the theater when it was in a the theater live, like when it in '85. You know, I never saw it that way. So I, my viewing is completely different than other people. But I still love Ghostbusters. It's one of my all time favorite movies. Yeah, um, mine too. But I laughed my asses off. I laughed my ass off in in this movie. So it, it, I thought the the jokes were some. I don't know. I just had a really great time. I think Kate McKinnon just completely stole it for me. So anyway, that's why we yeah. that's why we gave Ghostbusters a nod and, and go into the last movie. 
Yeah, and the last movie we have is Star Trek Beyond, which Star, Star Trek has always been pretty good about having a pretty diverse cast. Um, yeah. But you have the one the one actor, I mean, who's amazing is Idris Elba, but and you hide him behind makeup. He's like the one of the best looking guys like on the planet, <laughs> and they like just put a bunch of prosthetics on him. Um, but uh, you know, you've got you know the guy who plays Sulu, you know Cal Penn, and um, just uh, Idris. Uh, What's Cal Penn oh, no, no, Kumar. Oh, shit. Oh, that's Kumar. John Cho. <laughs> John Cho. <laughs> He's his name Kumar. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, fucking, fucking Kumar was in it. No, they're never, never going to escape each other. It's always going to be Harold and It's Kumar. always going to be Cal Penn and John Cho. I know. It's so funny. But also in that, in that movie, I noticed that, I mean, they did make uh, Sulu. He was homosexual in that movie. He was gay, which I, we thought was was such a really progressive and really cool thing to do. I think even George Takai was like against it or something. I was like, why? He was, you know, he was, um, but it was so cool because, you know, he had his, his, he met his husband and then his daughter, which was super cool. So, I mean, it was a very progressive movie and, and they did a really, a lot of neat things in it. Um, and it was a pretty diverse cast. Um, so, but we can only have one winner and the winner for best diversity in a movie we chose Rogue One. And for all those reasons I said before, I mean, extremely diverse cast. And I don't think they were just – Disney's doing a pretty good job right now in certain movies anyway uh, right. of choosing the right actors who just so happen to be also you know, uh, diverse in ethnicity or gender. Um, but every one of these characters are just fantastic, and they're not – what I love about it, it is not like the the George Lucas episode one where everything was, you know, um, stereotypical. Uh, the, the voices and all that stuff were just really like over the top, and they probably were all done by white people too. I don't even think they were any ethnicities doing the voices, as far as I know, in episode one. So, Rogue One really uh, capitalized on on diversity, and we love that so much. So. And now you are going to tackle worst diversity. <laughs> yeah. So all the great things we just said about all those movies about being diverse, this these movies do the exact opposite. So <laughs> the first one on our list is Doctor Strange. Now, before you get mad out there, it, it, this movie, based, it, it is somewhat diverse. It is diverse, actually. It is, it is pretty diverse. Mm-hmm. But the one thing we could not get over about this movie that really irked the shit out of us uh, was the ancient one? Um, mm-hmm. The fact that she was just a main, ca- such a main character in the movie, and there was literally no reason. Actually, every reason that they gave to not give the part to an Asian man or a woman was completely ignorant and and border probably racist too. That nobody wants to call him out on it. Well, so here's a question. Here's a question <laughs> for you though. Like, what if what if the director just said, "Hey, that's just the direction we wanted to go," and that was it. That was all they said. Would that be satisfying, or would no? You be like, but it would be. It would still be a lot better than how they tried to explain it. Because every oh, time man. they tried to explain it, it was worse. It made him look even dumber. Yeah. Yeah. So. So anyway, that's why Doctor Strange gets the nod for one of the first nominees. The other one, surprisingly, is um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Um, the main reason why this is in here, if you just think about the entire cast, they're all white and they're in New York, and except for that one black lady, the that uh that I think is she's the the head, head minister, minister or something like that. Yeah, yeah, the minister of magic uh in New York. There everyone else is white and you're near you're in New York City. So kind of shitty right there. Um Yeah. The next even more surprising one is is finding Dory. Um we you know, we gave a lot of best nods to to voice acting for best category. Finding Dory is pretty white. Um if you look at their IMDb page and look at all the voice actings, uh, voice <laughs> actors and actresses in this movie, it's not very diverse. And they're fucking fish. You, you can't <laughs> you find can get anybody. Yeah, I mean, I I could be a fish, and you wouldn't even know. You know why? Like, if I'm Asian or not? Why? Because I'm a fucking fish. Because it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, like, Idris Alba, Idris Alba's in it again. Great actor. You know, he's very he's got a great voice, but that's the like. That I didn't think anybody else was in it. So no, that's pretty much it. Surprisingly, finding Dory, and uh, we have Deadpool here as the, uh, rounding off the worst diversity uh, for 2017. Um, 
if you think about everybody in this movie, other than the taxi driver, there's just white people everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. There's white the people tax- everywhere. Boo Pinder was his name. Is that Boo Pinder yeah. or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Like uh, even the even even the henchman that he like almost kills. That guy's white. Yeah. Like he pulls his mask off. He's fucking white. I so, think his neighbor. I think his ne- or is not his neighbor. His roommate was. Well, uh, yeah, but that's think, two. But, that's yeah, two. Yeah, and it's such a small <laughs> role, you know. Yeah. So, not a really great job. As great as you've done, Ryan Reynolds as being Deadpool, and then. As great as your marketing was, you did a really shitty job being diverse. So, but our <laughs> our winner for the worst diversity of 2017 goes to Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. For a yeah, movie the- this big, <laughs> for a movie this big in New York City, and for me to not remember any distinguishable person of color other than that one black woman, it's pretty shitty. You're in New York. Get your shit together. Yeah, no doubt. Even the the beasts were kind of diverse, though, but that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, that was probably that was the most color they had was all the beasts. <laughs> all right, get so let's move on. Together. Let's move on to what's that? What'd we you said get your shit together. That's so fucking <laughs> Warner. Brothers. Get your shit all together, right. Warner Brothers. What the fuck? <laughs> so okay, so we'll, let's move on to best director. Yes. <laughs> okay, so for best director, we have oh crap, I can't even say this guy's last name. Dennis uh, Villeneuve. 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 Okay, for Arrival, uh, the Russo brothers for Captain America, uh, Ron Clements and Joe Musker for Moana, Byron Howard and Rich Moore for Zootopia. So we actually have two animated directors on here. That's a Animation. tough category. That's a really tough category right there. So all of these, um, other than Captain America, we felt like we really, the things that really stood out to us from last year were the movies that were kind of unique. They weren't a sequel, kind of came out of nowhere, like Zootopia did, Moana, and Arrival. Just completely blew us away because we had no expectations going into those movies. The Russo brothers, of course, did an amazing job with Civil War. It's it's. It's right up there in like the top five best comic book movies I've ever seen. Yes. Um, but um, the one that really blew us away um, because of the unique story and just the movie that pulled the carpet from underneath you, or the rug, I think the saying is, um, was Arrival. Um, yes. So the 2017 best director goes to Dennis, whatever Villeneuve. his last name is. Yeah. <laughs> He gets, You're all available to that. Yeah. <laughs> Court you blue. win. Uh, you win. Yeah, you, you win. Congrats. Um, yeah, so, I mean, anything else you want to add to that? I mean, that's basically why we I don't know. Like, is he is, he's, uh, nominated for an Oscar, correct? Yes. Yes, he is. He probably, he probably won't win because they cannot pronounce his name. So, well, if he doesn't win, he should pick up this goddamn award here, and maybe we can yeah, get him on the podcast. He should. He should. I will. I will personally create. I will go to the trophy shop and make them design me a trophy that I will mail to him personally. And I will spend sure. that entire time trying to say his last name. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely good choice. Uh, fantastic movie and his direction. I mean, obviously, just. The the, mu- the the movie's beautifully shot too. Yeah, it moves Not a lot really of well too. Yeah, it moves it really, really flows. well. Really, flows some people well. like when they when they find a movie like this. Some people kind of want to make it really slow, and you're like dragging shit out. I'm on the edge of my seat like the the second this movie starts, and I want to know what the hell's going on. And when it finally <laughs> happens, when it finally happens, you're just completely blown away. Oh yeah, so. it's it's fantastic. That's I mean, it's it's way. I mean, it's bigger than M night Shyamalan could ever do, but it's, it's the kind of movie that I don't know when you, when you hear his name, you expect twist, but when you watch this movie, you don't, you don't expect that ending. You just, you don't see it coming and it's, it's so fucking good. No. And here, here's the best part too is, is M night Shyamalan for the sixth sense. The clues are laid in there, but they're not called out in yeah. this movie. The clues are in your fucking face. 
and you don't figure it out till the end. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's they purposely crazy. call out the clues. They give you the clues <laughs> of what the fuck is going on. You just you just you're just not ready for it. You know, like yeah. I mean, it, it punches I mean, you. It punches yeah. you in the gut. Just punches if, you in the face. Go see it. Go see it if you haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, go see it. And then go back and listen to our uh, review of it a few months ago. Um, so now we're going to get to the worst structure category. And funny enough, this was not that hard to put together. We put this together in like five seconds. We just named the movies that we hated or we did and not the, like but, at but all. But the winner was not easy to find because there's a lot of shitty movies. Yeah, there is a lot of shitty movies. In this particular movie, we actually did not – well, okay, anyway, I'll, I'll just go into this. Yeah, give the nominees so, first. Um, yeah, so the nominees, we have uh, David Ayers. Pretty obvious we did not like Suicide Squad. That is our longest podcast that we've ever done on that review because we just were so blown away by how dumb that movie was. Uh, second, uh, we have in the category is Zack Snyder for Batman v Superman. I don't even need to go into that. Uh, Roland Emmerich, that was a surprise because I know that you were really anticipating uh, Independence Day resurgence, whereas I wasn't that – like that movie in Apocalypse, I was – after I saw the trailer, I'm, I wasn't into it. I just just felt it had a funny feeling. But uh, that movie stunk, and I was really disappointed because I, I had hope. But uh, I yeah, just wanted something fun out. like the first movie. Like I know, I know what I'm going to get with a Roland Emmerich film, but – the fact that you were bringing back Independence Day, like I wanted to see something fun, and I did not see something fun. It was fucking no. Awful. Well, the problem is, is they they were t- trying to take it seriously, and I was like, this you can't, you know, like the first one was just without Will Smith. I don't know, it just kind of fell apart. I mean, you had Jeff Goldblum in there, and he did his thing, but it just fell flat. I, yeah. I don't know. He looked like he was phoning it in, honestly. Um, Probably did. And then, yeah. And then uh, lastly, and this is a movie we did not review last year, but lastly, uh, we have Duncan Jones, which just pains me to say uh, because he's actually a really good guy and a really good director. Um, but Duncan Jones for Warcraft. Uh, so and we'll go on. Warcraft is just – it's just one of those things where like, number one, I felt like it that movie did not need to be made. Um, that movie – this is how bad this movie was. We didn't review it. We saw it, but we I didn't we didn't want to review it. It's that fucking bad. Yeah, it's like you ball bad. It's like it's just it's oh, a God. it's a train wreck. Um and it's laughable. Like we literally were in the movie talking and laughing. Um and then laughing all the way home after that. I don't understand now that, that anybody could have liked this movie. Well, and now that it's been I mean, look, you know, there's a lot of people out there that did love this movie, and I'm, you know, I'm not going to call you a moron or anything like that. At least not on the podcast. So I, um, <laughs> I literally, I, I can try my hardest right now, and I can't remember pretty much anything about that movie. Maybe the very end I can remember, and a couple of like small things. But honestly, that movie's so forgettable. That that's the problem. It's that there's just so much. They're trying to build this universe, and if you did not play the games or anything like that, um, you're just lost. I did play the games a little bit, and I caught certain things, but it, it wasn't has, enough. Well, let's let's go. Let's go into the let's go into the winner because. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So the winner uh, or or the loser, I guess you could say, the biggest loser <laughs> uh, would be unfortunately Duncan Jones. For Warcraft, I, I say unfortunate because he's a good guy. Like, I've seen interviews with him; he's very passionate. It's just there, a bummer he that was he going, put. He was going through some personal issues, I believe, before this movie started. And I he think did. It, really, it seems like yeah. it affected the movie. Yeah, and that's a bummer. Um, but anyway, yeah, Duncan Jones for Warcraft. So now we're going to go into our last two categories. So this is the this is the biggie. Okay, uh, we're going to go into our best movie category. And we have four movies that we thought – and this is this is tough because I think the Academy Awards now does 10 for this reason because there's a lot of – you know they want to keep a, a diversity yeah, but we, of we don't see, We don't see like 100 movies. We only see like no. eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and we're only doing the movies that we watch. So no, you're not going to see Lion or Moonlight or La La Land or anything like that in our category. This is shit – and it's a nerdy podcast, people. So this is what we consider the four best movies of the year. So we have Captain America Civil War. That's just a no-brainer. I mean, an amazing movie from beginning to finish. Fun, exciting, um, 
the breathtaking, uh, just some really cool shit in that movie. Um, <clears throat> we have Arrival, which we've just completely gushed about all the way around. Uh, we have Rogue One in there, which w- was my antis- most anticipated movie last year. I think it was still at my number one at the end of the year. Uh, just my favorite movie. I thought I actually liked it better than uh, The Force Awakens. Um, just really unique, really cool standalone movie. I have a lot of faith now in Disney uh, preserving the Star Wars brand if they keep going the way they're going, hiring the right people to do this stuff. Um, and then lastly, I have on the list is Zootopia, which at the beginning of last year, if you would have told me Zootopia would have been on that list, I would have laughed in your face because I watched the trailer <laughs> and I was not interested in that movie whatsoever. The only reason why I went and saw it was like it was like almost a month later and I saw it was quietly climbing the charts and quietly people were talking about how amazing that movie was. And then I saw the RT rating, Rotten Tomato rating, and then I thought, okay, I'm going to take my kids to see this. We fucking loved it. Loved that movie. And we bought it on Blu-ray. Every time it's, we see it on Netflix, we just watch it because it's on Netflix right now. Um, absolutely loved it. We gushed about that movie. So having said that, uh, the best movie that we, uh, that we thought was the best movie of 2016, um, it's going to go to Arrival. Really not a whole big surprise there because we've just gushed about that movie throughout this whole podcast. But that movie really for us was original. It blew our socks off. I mean, it's it's got a steady uh, build up to the end, and it didn't fall flat. It didn't leave you going, "What the fuck?" They just toyed around with me, and then they just shit my mouth at the end. You know, like uh, <laughs> signs, <laughs> you know, signs or something like that, where it's just all that build up, and then it just falls flat. Uh, absolutely loved Arrival. Everything about it is fantastic. Supporting actors, the actor, the music, the cinematography is gorgeous. Uh, the script is totally original, amazing. Everything about it is is awesome. It is like a near-perfect movie. It's one of those movies. Um, and you can watch it multiple times. Of course, I haven't seen it since, but I, I kind of wanted to get some distance before I watch it again. And now I'm ready to watch it again. But... Uh, Fantastic movie. Okay, what about so you? Gonna... Do you have anything anything to say about those movies? No, I mean we man, I mean all those movies. This one this one was really tough. Um because we loved all those movies. But again, like you said, the arrival won it because it was it was original and it just the substance coming out of that movie, um the 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 moral code or not moral code but like the moral questioning that that movie raised yes. uh, for you was was something that was just crazy like just thinking about the dilemma that she was in so that was the yeah. that was the you brought up something good because that was the one movie out of that list or any of the movies that we watched where we talked about it incessantly afterward of like, what would you do? Well, what would you, you know, the other movies, you know, like a rogue one. Oh, that was fucking cool. See Vader, And that was like it, but a rival. Zootopia, just like, it, Zootopia it was close. Yeah. Zootopia, Zootopia was pretty, was pretty close. close. Yeah. Um, it just sparked a lot of conversation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I get to end the Chewies, our first annual Chewies. We've come to the end to the last category and it is worst movie. Uh, <laughs> we so, saved the worst for last. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. We might have to rethink how we do these, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so this is unlike unlike the uh the best movie category. Um this one was pretty easy to decide the winner, but here are the nominees. Uh we have Suicide Squad, Independence Day, Warcraft, and Batman v Superman. Pretty much identical like X, to and like X and like X Men on the X Men on the outer the outlier. <laughs> if, like we could add yeah, a fifth one. I, yeah. I think if we had a biggest disappointment, that would probably win because that movie had so much going for it. I mean, every single X Men that Singer had done up until that point was gold. I mean, Shit, he that's a good set the bar. That's a good like, uh, category for next year. Biggest disappointment. Biggest disappointment. It's yeah, probably yeah. going to be Justice League. I'll tell you right now, it's probably going to be Justice League. You're calling. <laughs> you're, you heard it. You heard it right here, folks. No, you know what? You know what? I'm actually. Months. I'm actually going to say no. I'm actually going to say it's going to be Wonder Woman. That's my guess. 
would be the biggest disappointment because I already expect Justice League to suck, but I'm hoping that Wonder Woman's good. And if that movie sucks, that would be my biggest disappointment. Oh, man, he, you you heard it right here. He called it. So this is like three and a half months away from Wonder Woman. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We yeah. have some big stuff. Fingers crossed. We have some. Yeah, we got some big stuff coming your way for Wonder Woman. But yeah, we'll right. we'll see so, what happens. We'll have to remember that. We'll have to remember yeah. that. So the all right. So the the winner for the worst movie, the tw- closing out the the first annual Chewy Awards, the worst movie goes to Warcraft. And again, this movie <laughs> is so fucking bad that we didn't even review it. So this is how bad this movie is. We've said incessantly on this show how awful Suicide Squad is, and it's our longest podcast. We couldn't even review Warcraft. It was so goddamn yeah. bad. There, it, it was uh, one of those things where it's just so laughably bad. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know how to review that movie. I wouldn't even know where I, to start. I just, I didn't know where to start. Honestly, it's like the opposite of when you love something so much. You're like, oh man, I don't even know where to start. That movie was awesome. I, I would not know how to – the only way we'd be able to review this movie – I know how to do it. The only way we'd be able to review this movie is to do a, a drunk podcast, audio commentary. That's the only way we could do it um, so that you'd have to pop the movie in, turn the volume down, and just listen to our commentary. That's the only way we'd be able to – but that would require us to fucking watch it again, and I don't think that's going to happen. Doing that. So, um, not doing that. Maybe, t- maybe 10 years from now when we're – you know doing a mystery science theater type thing. And, and we pull that movie out because it's like awfully bad. You know, we need to do that. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't see that in the foreseeable future. This movie was terrible. So yeah. don't this, watch it. Don't waste I, your time. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a surprise maybe for people out there thinking it might've been Batman v Superman or suicide squad. No, it was Warcraft. It was so goddamn bad. We didn't review it. That's how bad this movie was before we even before we even came up with other nominees. We knew this movie was going to win that award. Yeah, like we had this actually, movie any yeah, other year, it. any any other fucking year. It goes to like a, a co winner slash loser for the worst movie of the year between Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman. And we talked about that. Those two movies ad nauseum for you guys every podcast <laughs> yeah every, every podcast. podcast we talk about it comes warcraft up is so goddamn bad that hands down it was worse than batman v superman and suicide squad that's how awful this movie is it yeah. is so goddamn bad i think i've said so did. goddamn bad so many times but i can't I, there's no words to tell you how fucking bad this movie is it's it's awful all the way around. It's so incoherent. It's so the CG. I'm sorry. A lot of people said, "Oh, it's so fantastic." I'm like, it let's really- put it this way: if 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 Blizzard if Blizzard made a game as bad as this movie, there would be no Blizzard. Uh, the, all the subscribers would cancel. <coughs> so would th- never- that's the that's the biggest problem. And I've said off the podcast. I don't know if I've because we haven't really reviewed it at all, but. The game, I, I did love playing the game and the cut scenes that they had or the the trailers, the movie trailers they would have for the video games were fucking awesome. So it I didn't understand why they wouldn't make the movie like that. They tried to like swing for the fences, they tried to like, come on, let's just make <laughs> it like like let's make it like this world is real type of thing. It just didn't work. It was like Dungeons and Dragons bad movie. Like it was terrible. No, Dungeons uh, and Dragons I think was better. Really? Because I hated that movie too. I hated Aragon too. I hated it. Just I didn't really see Aragon, terrible. but I didn't see Aragon. But I did. Terrible. I did see Dungeons and Dragons, and that movie is a lot better than this. It's a lot better. Than yeah, that. and it's a big budget movie. I think it made a lot of money um, overseas, which. I guess that's their bread and, you know, that's their cup of tea, but not mine. It, it was, it, it only did $40 million here and it costs 150. So that tells you something. It was a big piece of shit all the way around. Yeah. But anyway, enough of that. You probably want to hear us talking about Warcraft ever, ever again. And if we do, it's probably because we, we might have uh, to rename the worst movie Warcraft, the Warcraft, the War. right? The Warcraft, the Warcraft, I mean, War. that's yeah. Yeah, Totally. So we're going to be doing these uh, yearly, which is really cool. It's kind of a fun idea. Um, and we have a lot of really cool stuff coming your way. But don't forget to watch us uh, on Good Day Sacramento on March 4th, I think around 9 a.m. Uh, you Saturday. can catch us. Uh, yeah, I think uh, we'll have a link on Facebook like we did before. 
And if it goes well, who knows? We might might see us uh, do some other shit on there. But it's that's uh, pretty exciting. And we have some other really cool podcasts and stuff, unique things that we have coming your way um, that we'll talk about more later in the year. So uh, anything else you want to add? That's our first uh, annual uh, Chewy Awards, which is pretty cool. We actually got through it. Yeah, we did it. We did it. Uh, we weren't booed off the stage, at least not yet. <laughs> yeah, so. nobody started the music early to get us off the stage. <laughs> That's because we control that shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, that was uh, episode 69. Whoa, dude, 69, dude. That was episode 69 of Chew on This, a Nerd United Podcast. I'm PJ. Until next time, folks, chew on that.